The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, the Alphabetical Wilco podcast. My name is Jason. As always, I'm with my buddy Kevin. Kevin, how you doing? I might let you run the show a little bit more because this is the fourth episode of the night, and as I mentioned couple episodes ago, my voice is going out a little bit, so I might be coughing a little bit more in this. So, Kevin, I'm going to let you run this one. Uh, do you want small talk? Do you want to jump yeah, right into it? Yeah, I small talk. I just, I, I don't want to talk if I don't need to. But so you Sure, sure, talk, sure, talk. sure, sure. Well, a good thing with, with host and podcast with, with this dude is, is you know that I'm probably, you're probably not going to have much of an opportunity to speak uh, either because uh, I'm, a, I'm a loudmouth who talks too much. So, uh, um. Yeah. So Jason, listeners, Jason is currently drinking a Powerade. He's crushing that Powerade. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'll take back over. (laughs) Uh. Um, Kev, how are you doing tonight for the fourth time in a row? How how are you hanging out? It is hot. I'm living in a house that's like 100, and uh, my house was built in the year 1907. So that was a number of years ago. 114. Well, 114. Thank you. Math is not my strong suit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gifted in other ways. Um, so uh, um, it's a wonderful house and it's not haunted, which I love. My wife is getting her hair cut uh, on the weekend. Uh, and this is a true story. I'm not making this up. Uh, and the hair, she's chatting with the hairdresser and somehow, oh yeah, I live, I live, uh, I almost said my street name. I don't, want, I don't want any guys talking to me. And she mentioned the street name we live on. And the uh, hairdresser was like, oh, I used to live on that street. And anyway, so they figured it out, and, and the hairdresser used to live three houses down. And the hairdresser tells Sarah, that house was really haunted. A bunch of weird stuff happened. My cats, my cats wouldn't even go upstairs. And then after she moves out, she goes to her new house, and the cats go upstairs, no problem, but they wouldn't go upstairs in this house. So I'm thinking, like, uh, you know, I don't know, 60 feet down the road from me is a house filled with ghosts, poltergeists, probably a demon. I'm really lucky. There's no ghosts in my house. But here's the problem with my house. The friggin' vents don't work. So in winter, I barely get any heat upstairs, which is fine. Whatever. I'll just wear jackets. I'm Canadian. I'm tough. I don't need heat. Sleeping uh, but in a jacket? In, uh, Hold on. You're sleeping in a jacket? I'm, I'm joking. I'm not, I'm oh, not okay. actually sleeping in a jacket. But uh, um, most of the rooms are okay. But like um, uh, our guest room is like super cold in, in the summer. Uh, um or it's sorry, super cold in the winter. Like we have to have a space heater in there just to, or uh, electric heater just to uh, make it uh, livable. Um, but in the summer, the air conditioning barely hits upstairs. So downstairs, Sarah, I'm going to go downstairs in 20 minutes when we're done recording this. And Sarah's going to be under a blanket on the couch uh, <laughs> with uh, Mavis, the dog. Uh, I realized too that I talk about my dog Mavis a lot on this show, but I don't specify that it's my dog Mavis. So if you're just catching like one episode, you're gonna be like, well, Mavis Staples is really weird. I'm not, I just have a dog named Mavis uh, because when we're trying to pick dog names out, a Mavis Staples song came on the radio or came on our Spotify playlist. And anyways, uh, and meanwhile, I'm basically dying here of heat. Long story, rambling stories. I'm dying here. So hot out. I'm my poor Canadian body's not, it's not good with heat. I, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a stud when it comes to winter, but coldness but when it comes to heat i'm basically a big uh 
slippery mess. Yes, can't I, I can't deal with humidity. Uh, when I get, I hate when it's like this outside. I will get out of the shower in the morning, and if Kelly has turned down the air conditioning, uh, my shower doesn't take because my hair. I have very thick hair, as you can see, and it just sweats my hair once it's wet the condensation just keeps coming and like my hair product won't stick so i have to i get a big fluffy head in the middle of the day because it's basically washing itself out as you put it in uh it it just gets it just gets ridiculous and i try to explain to her hey if i turn the air conditioner down or make it cold for it's for a reason i'm not just doing it for the fun of it Uh, i think she because i like i like sleeping in the cold Um, oh yeah i love it and there is nothing better than getting into a cold bed and just like wrapping yourself up in a blanket and feeling it get warm yeah yeah that is, but that's my wife's least favorite thing in the world i'll tell you i'll tell you what i love kev is i love you're sleeping and it's cold in the room and you're bundled up with a nice blanket and you wake up and you're like oh god i i, I it's, it's it's almost time to get up i don't want to get out this feels good and then you look at your phone real fast to see what time it is and it's like two in the morning, so you're like, "Oh, I still got hours." And yeah. Just, and, and, and I always do this thing with myself where I lay down. I'm, like, I'm just gonna stay awake and lay here for a little bit, awake and enjoy the blankets on me in the cold. But it's so comfy and cozy that I just drift right you back. Can't, you can't do it. That's my do you, favorite. Do you do you love uh, when it's a holiday or a day you have off work, but you left your alarm on, so it wakes up, so it, it beeps and wakes you up, and you realize what's going on, and you're like, "Oh." You turn your alarm off and you think, <laughs> I'd normally be waking up right now, but now I get to drift off back to sleep. That's my favorite thing. I don't really sleep in that much. I yeah. I, I just never have. Well, you got a, you got a small child. And, well, even and, with uh, a child, I, I, I don't sleep in that much. Yeah. Um, sometimes I will, but it's not a thing that I like to do because I always find the, the days that, I, that I'm like, you know, I'm going to sleep in today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in bed. I always find that, especially if it's a day off, I, I, I usually have stuff I've got to get done. And uh, so if I waste hours of that, then later in the day, I'm just going to be work. I'm just going to be doing stuff until I'm, I'm going to bed at night. I don't want to do that. I'd rather have like the last few hours of the day free to just chill out and do nothing than to have to rush around all day and get stuff done. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's like it's like doing your homework on Friday night. So you get the rest of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, totally. just absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'm the same way. Like with bills, like uh, you, you know, the due dates mean nothing to me because it would. I get an email from our electric company. I pay it right there, right then. I don't. I don't wait till oh, I'm gonna pay all the. I pay bills as they come in. That way, I never forget them. And, and it, I just like. But to just, I, I'm not responsible enough. I will just like, I'll look at the bill and I'll be like, I'm busy right now. I'll pay this later. And then like six weeks later, I'll get like a thing like your uh, phone bill is over too, and I'll, I'll be like, what? Uh, oh yeah, I never did do that. So my wife has to pay those things. I'm too forgetful. I'm not <laughs> responsible enough. You have an old school relationship where um, the, the the woman pay has the the box the checkbook. That's my grandparents used to do. She she's the brains, and I'm yeah. I'm the look. I'm I'm just the beauty. Can we back up like three minutes here, Kevin? Because uh, you just implied to me that you have a strong belief and a real fear of ghosts. Is that, were you joking there or is that? Is I'm mostly that... joking. I would love to actually live in a house that had ghosts. When I went to Chicago, stayed in the Congress Plaza Hotel, which supposedly is one of the most haunted buildings in America. And the whole time I'm like, oh man, I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night. I'm going to see some ghosts floating on past. This is going to be great. I didn't see nothing. 
I'm, um, I'm saying they were going to see Wilco in August. I, I I didn't know it was haunted. That's awesome. Yeah. No, there's a a, a video on the internet of like, uh, um, I don't know if it's real or not, but supposedly it, it's real and takes place in the Congress Plaza. I'll see if I can, if I remember, I'll see if I can find it, send it to you. Uh, but like they're hearing screams out of a room and they send a security guard up I and like yeah. the, the door slams, something weird happens. That's Congress Plaza. I, I, when I went there, I was like, I want this room. And they were like, oh, I didn't actually do that because my wife would have murdered me. <laughs> she would have literally murdered me. Um, but no, I don't. I don't. I don't think I believe it. I don't know. I'm maybe. I'm, I want. I, I, like I remember being a kid, sitting in my bedroom, on the floor, playing with my my action figures, playing with my Spider-Man toys, and I had a Tupperware container filled with like pencil crayons and, and crayons and stuff like that, art supplies, that. I distinctly remember putting on the far side of my bed closest to the wall. I'm a kid. So my bed's against the wall. And then next thing I know, uh, the um, box went flying and like landed on the floor. Uh, at the time I like ran out freaking mom, mom, mom. And she's like, Kevin, you probably just put it on the edge of the bed and it just flew down. But like, I remember it moving, like somebody pushed it and I don't, it was definitely not on the edge of the bed. Mate, was that a ghost or was did I just move in and forget about it? Yeah, I, scientifically, I probably moved and forgot about it, but ah, I feel like it was a ghost. I think it'd be awesome if suddenly there were proof, there was proof that ghosts existed. Um, I think, but I don't know that I do believe if I believe anything, which is not much, uh, it's definitely like spirits. Like, I, I believe that maybe energy can somehow record itself, and if things happen in the right time in the right place, then. If there's anything, which I highly doubt there is, I think there's a, there would be a scientific reason for what it is. Um, but I do have a ghost story. Um, oh, you got to tell me. Yeah. So um, I don't believe in this stuff, but we, my buddy Matt and I, this is probably 2005, uh, we were looking for something to do one night, and we went to the store, and we came across a Ouija board. You know what those are? Do you guys have those up there? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I remember playing with Ouija boards. So we bought this Ouija board. We went back to his house, and he had this dog, friendliest dog in the world. Uh, his name was Heater. And we went in this room, and his wife came in with us, and we were sitting there, and we were doing it. And we were asking questions, and, you know, you're sitting there laughing because you know one of you is moving and then uh, moving it, and you just don't know which one. You know it's not you, but, you know, somebody's doing it, and you're, just, you're all just having, a fun, having fun doing this thing. But... Uh, Matt asked it where the ghost that was speaking to us where it was and uh, it said it said I don't remember if it pointed the thing or if it spelled out where it was or something like that but it uh, it said over there and then one of us asked can you make yourself known and at that moment the nicest dog in the world reared up like like on his haunches you know and started growling the hair and his back was standing up and at that exact moment all three of us were like uh we don't want to do this anymore and we and we put the thing away and i'm not superstitious but i'm a little stitious okay (laughs) i still have that ouija board sitting in the room next to me right here and the reason I have it is every time that I've done like a spring cleaning and I'm throwing away throwing stuff away, I'm always like, there's a weird feeling about that Ouija board that I feel like 
there's something bad going to happen if I throw it away. I don't have any reason to think that. It's just I only have it because I there's an irrational fear in my head for whatever reason that 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 something bad will happen if I throw that like like it's cursed or something now. And if I'm if I get rid of it, I I don't know what what the, I can't even describe what the feeling is. It's just there's it's like a voice in my head saying, "Do not throw this away." Don't your do intuition's it. telling you not to. Mm-hmm. That is uh that first of all, this is thank you for sharing this. This is the best story you've ever told i am a little creeped out right now i'm not even lying i'm not uh, you know i i'm a little facetious with my attitude on the show sometimes most of the time uh but in this one case i'm i'm 45 percent creeped out right now in terms of like how creeped out i could maybe 35 35 creeped out right now um uh but yeah i don't know man uh human consciousness is so i don't know it seems so complicated you know, maybe it could, you know, carry on in some sort of Wi-Fi of, yeah. of you know, that we're not even aware of, you know, I don't know. There's crazy exactly things, think, man. you know. I, I, if, I just know that it's not like a ghost walking around like in Beetlejuice trying to scare you. No. I, yeah. I, it's I, not like a guy with a sheet over himself. It's, it's science behind whatever. If, yeah. there, if there are ghosts, which I highly doubt there are. There's yeah. science behind whatever they are. It, it would be equivalent to more of an echo of a person than yeah, like right. that person's, uh, you know, can become corporeal. And but yeah, like I just like remember my house growing up. It, it was a new house. It was built in uh, I think '87 or '88. Um, uh, uh, but like I just remember there being like hearing footsteps at night and then like opening the door and there's nobody there. And I remember once being in high school and my door definitely being shut and opening. I thought my brother was messing with me and I, you know, looked all around and he wasn't even home. So somebody opened that door. I don't know, man. I don't know. It probably the, I thought the door was shut completely and it was open and the furnace kicked on put the air I don't, logically is is probably the answer but at the time i was freaked out but our so. monkey brains go automatically go to something creepy that's just yeah. crazy about it. like that that's like we always just try to fill in those those missing pieces with something just crazy that's why jo- the movie jaws where you, what you imagine is so much much worse than what it actually is that's why the movie jaws works so well because you're imagining something way worse than what it, they could ever show you yeah and that's why like um uh and, and we can dive into this the oh, yeah, song here yeah, for sorry. a second, <laughs> listeners. But uh, I'm enjoying. I have this conversation with Jason. Uh, that's why I think um, uh, horror movies or horror works so much better as a movie than as a TV show. Uh, if you ever, do you remember the show um, American Horror Story? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or and there's these two shows on Netflix uh, called. Uh, they're basically the same show, just they change it. Um, the Haunting of um, Hill House and the ha- and the and Bly Manor. And those first few episodes are really creepy. And then once, because it's like a 10 episode season, they start explaining everything. And once you like understand what's going on, uh, the only scares you have are jump scares, right? Uh, yeah. Which are the cheapest form of scares. So yeah, it ruins um, it, I think I think horror always works better as a movie. Um, and my the best horror movies now are more like, to me, are more the psychological ones. Like... Uh, um, did you see Midsummer? I've tried watching it several times. And I always get a little, I get creeped out slash bored, if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I could totally get that. And The Witch is the uh, the same way uh, where it, um, and uh, oh, what's the other one? Um, it's one where the little girl. Hereditary. Um, Hereditary. 
hereditary yeah, yeah. uh very like just tense movies yeah um but there's that nothing like the shit out of me that was yeah, that one that one i saw in this very small town in northern british columbia called uh fort st john i was there for business and uh nothing to do at night so i went and saw this movie and then i remember just like going back to my hotel driving back to my hotel no one on the streets it's like a, it's a it's a, a work town like uh, people come from out of town to work there uh seasonally and then they go home so there's just like nothing going on at night um it's small town uh roads are dark and creepy and then trying to fall asleep in my hotel room and then just like the movie was scary but it was tense too so i just could not sleep that night yeah that's a scary movie um kev what song we covering tonight we are covering a and thank you listeners for indulging chase and i but jason's story did did spook me out it's too bad we should have saved it if we're if we're better podcasters we would have saved this for the episode coming out at halloween um, actually we're kind of close this one comes out in late september so late september okay so so building up the, the halloween season for for our listeners uh but anyways the song we're doing is a bonus track to sky blue sky and it's a song that a lot of people forget that wilco did wilco did the song originally uh it's a song called one true vine so wilco recorded it as a as, as a outtake for sky blue sky uh, came out as a CD single, and then I think was like later added on to expanded versions of of Sky Blue Sky, um, and and then later found a second life on Alpha Mike Foxtrot. Uh, so th- yeah, that version of the song's from 2007. In 2013, Jeff produced his second album for Mavis Staples, and there are three Jeff Tweedy compositions on that album, uh, including One True Vine. So. Uh, the Mavis Staples version, I think, is like two minutes longer. Like this is a short Wilco song, um, and then um, uh, so the Ma- the Mabel the Mavis Staples version of the song is kind of the definitive version. But I think there's um, um, still something uh, I quite like about the Wilco version. It is the most sky blue sky sounding song, and it's not even on the album. It just really to me sounds like sky blue sky. Um, uh, yeah, that's all, right, all I got to say. Uh, go to abcwilco.com, find all the ways to support the show, most important of which is being is leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That's what helps us grow in the charts, to help so many people find us. So if you could do that, we'd greatly appreciate you. I was last in line. Uh, so we got Pat on piano, Michael on uh, organ. Nell's on uh, Gortar. Uh, Glenn on drums. Uh, it's just my uh, cheeky way of saying guitar. Oh, okay. Glenn on drums. Yes, sorry. <laughs> uh, Glenn on drums, John on bass, and Jeff just singing the vocals. And what I like is I said this before for Sky Blue Sky Song. Oh, that organ. It's soulful, right? Yeah. And you can really hear the band recorded the song live. You can hear them in the room looking at each other. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. You can really hear it in the song. Yeah, this one's a beaut, man. This is a good one. Just time to be. Time. Jeff's hitting that high note there. Yeah. Uh, he he did it. He could do it, and it just you could tell he put the had to put the effort into it. Uh, I'm, I like it. It sounds great. But... Sounds amazing. He, I mean, his voice when he does it right, he does it right, man. Yeah, and maybe that's why he's just doing vocals is because he's trying to really trying to nail it. 
So you're saying they actually did record this like they're live in a room together, and you're, you're not, you weren't just saying that like. As... Yeah, that's how they did most of Sky okay. Blue Sky, and with a little bit of overdubs. But I don't think the song has any overdubs that I can hear. And that's kind of what I'm, I hope the next Wilco album sounds like, though. It sounds like they're recording it in parts again because of COVID, um, which makes sense. So hopefully we get another Wilco album recorded like this some point in the, in the not so distant future. Yeah, I'd like a Wilco album like that. I think this would be cool if they made a Wilco album like this. Hell yeah. Yeah, that, all Sky Blue Sky. There, there's definitely some overdubs, but it is largely um, all them in the room together. That's it. That's uh, a shorty, but a goody, man. That's shorty, a- yeah. Um, it feels kind of incomplete, uh, like especially the way it ends. So, uh, Jason, if you could do us the favor, let's let's listen to a bit of that Mavis Staples version. I was oh, this now song really. Jeff Jeff did awesome vocals, but like this is just so in Mavis's wheelhouse. So this this is a Wilco song, but she's covering it. That's yes, right. that's okay. how I would look at it because this was commercially released as a Wilco song. It's not like those recordings, Wilco recordings of Golden Smog songs that came out years later. Um, this was, I, I remember listening to this and saying, oh, it's that Wilco B side from a number of years ago. But it is the title track off this album, his yeah. second album with Mavis. Life has ceased. Oh, this is her second album? She's old. Her, no, no, their second album together with Jeff producing. Oh, okay, I got you. Because yeah. most of the instrumentation is uh, Spencer on drums. Uh, and I think this is Spencer's first time recording, um, like, professionally. Because uh, he was probably still in high school at this point. Um, and then Jeff on guitar and bass and doing a lot of the instrumentation. That kid, like, could you imagine going to class one day and like, hey, what are you up to this weekend? Oh, I'm laying down some drum, drums for this uh, obscure musician that my dad's producing the album for. Like, the legendary soul musician, right? Like, yeah. Mavis Staples, you know, um, was at the last waltz with the band, right? And then here's, uh, I mean, that probably doesn't mean much to high school students, but um, if I'd gone to Spencer's high school, I'd been like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. And then I would have stolen his lunch because I was jealous. Yeah, that's a beautiful song. Uh, I like the guitar on her version, but I think I dig the Wilco version more um, with the piano. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, and just the whole band playing on it together. Yeah, yeah, you can. And but you can. We talked uh, a couple episodes ago about like uh, uh, we heard Nels play a few notes, and you were like, "Oh, that's definitely Nels." I could tell just from that acoustic guitar. That is absolutely Jeff playing, uh, just from the way that acoustic guitar sounds. Uh, um, part of it might be um, uh, just how much acoustic Jeff Tweedy guitar picking have I heard in my life a lot. Uh, and then Jeff uses um, guitars with really old strings, so he has very distinct characteristic to his acoustic guitar. He has a very specific mic sound too to, to the way he mics his guitar so you you can hear that very strong in the, on that song yeah. and the, and um, i i don't know for certain but i would say 90 percent positivity that uh the mave staple song we just heard uh was recorded at the loft oh that's cool yeah because i am i'm sure i'm sure if jeff's producing an album uh um it's it's 
probably almost always in uh, Chicago. If it's in Chicago, it's at the loft. Uh, Do you have anything else yeah. to add this song? No. Uh, yeah, I think it's a super pretty song. I like that it's only two minutes. Like, I think that's, yeah. that's cool, especially coming off uh, one Sunday morning, uh, uh, which is, you know, the total opposite. Um, yeah, we just had, we just recorded four songs that all start with the word one, and we're all kind of mellow songs, good Friday night songs if you're old men like we are where we don't want to rage we just want to chill out i'm no longer to allowed to rage so yeah I, w- I would die if i tried to rage um yeah. uh um yeah and just a nice uh chill set of of songs i think well folks tonight we've revealed to you our thoughts on ghosts so as a favor to us in return for that, if you could go to abcwoko.com, find all the ways to support the show. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That's the best way to support the show. Even if you don't use Apple Podcasts to listen to the show, just go over to your Apple Podcast app. It's, it comes stock on your phone if you have an iPhone. And leave us a rating and review on there. It helps the show grow immensely. Um, and that's where most of our new traffic every week comes from. Uh, the direct you can watch You can see the direct line from... Apple Podcast ratings to new listeners. So if you could do that, that really would help us out a lot. Uh, you can go to find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. You can go to Hess'sBest.com. Find all the ways, I mean, find all of my art to uh, buy. I think that's everything I usually talk about. We're done for the night. It's 11, 12. We, we, we cranked this out in about an hour and 40 minutes tonight, these four episodes. Not bad. It, it took us 120 episodes, but gosh darn it, I think we're getting pretty good at this. We're getting all, we're getting pretty all right at this. Uh, next time, we're going to be covering One Wing. That's the last one starting song. Until then, every little thing is going to tear you apart. <laughs>